It is Monday in the Elm. We back at it, beautiful people. I'm in the big seat. I'm back in my big chair uh, for this week. And the next week, I'm I'm away for Story Week, which I'm delighted to be able to do. And then you got me all summer. Got nowhere else to go after that. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, Harry. Hey, Paul. I know Paul is out there scouring these streets for word on the street. So God knows what he'll come up with. Because New Haven is chock full of interesting, interesting people that make it go. So let me let me give you the rundown on the lowdown and the hold down on what I did all weekend. Friday night, I went to the New Haven Symphony and uh, and uh, heard the most incredible music um, by uh, Hagen, Bonds, and uh, Price. And if you don't know these three composing classical compose, composing women from the early 1900s, and you are you have missed out, and you need to run your little self to YouTube and listen to this music. Uh, so that was wonderful. Uh, I had Alistair uh, Neal on and uh, uh, Quinn uh, Morris on um, Thursday uh, to talk about um, that concert. And uh, it did not disappoint. It was an amazing, uh, an amazing concert of music. Oh, it was rich, 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 rich. And there was so much going on uh, Friday night. Uh, Art walk kicked off, was happening. Um, Night market downtown in the Ninth Square was happening. So there's there's a lot of, there was a lot of stuff going on. Lots and lots and lots of stuff going on. All in the midst of graduations and and all the things, <laughs> people graduating left and right here and there, all over the town. But you know, amazingly enough, this year in New Haven, with all the graduations and Yale graduation, it didn't feel hectic. Normally, when there's graduations going on, high school and all these other, it feels uh, annoyingly difficult to get around the city. Maybe I'm speaking too soon. Maybe, you know, because graduations have happened. But I think this week and next week, they wrap up. So anyway, happy Mother's Day to all the to all the, the women, all the people who stand in that role. Happy Mother's Day. I had a, a great time. My youngest daughter, Margot, and I went to see uh, Dear God. Uh, hey, God, it's me, Margaret. The Judy Bloom book turned into a movie it was so charming it was just a charming little movie then uh we went over to barcelona for an early dinner uh and my my oldest daughter brianna met us over there it was really nice we ate well we drank well um and uh and it was a gift so that was lovely um that was that was good for sunday saturday night uh i got dressed up uh, and my 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 dearest bestest friend Ron Thomas and I uh, rolled up to uh, Stanford to the Love 146 Red Gala, and it did not disappoint. The food was good, the music was good. Uh, it was just fabulous. had a had a great time. The venue was great. Parking was plentiful. It was it was, and the night was warm. It was beautiful. We had a good time. It was a really good time. And I mean, you know, if you could, if you could, if you could have a good time in the midst of talking about eradicating uh, exploitation, sexual exploitation of children, 
that's possible to have a good time. We sure did with the Love 146, uh, Rob Morris and Aaron and all the folks over there uh, on that team. Uh, they do they do some amazing work. And, and it's work that's hard to talk about, but they are happy to talk to you about it. I mean, these folks are, they are happy to talk about it. And, and most people cringe and, you know, look away and they can't tolerate it. And there's so much exploitation, sexual exploitation of children right here, not just Asia, right here. And when I mean right here, I mean like in this city, <laughs> there's children being sexually exploited and trafficked. So anyway, uh, it was a good time. It was a wonderful evening. They had a great band. It had a roaring 20s theme. So if you follow me on the gram or Facebook, you, you, I was done up in the roaring 20s, you know, a headband, feathers, and a boa, and pearl, the whole thing, you know. Uh, I just wore clothes that I already had in my closet. <laughs> That's what I did. Uh, and it was great. So my friend Ron uh, was my date. He's charming. He's tall, dark, and handsome. I, I don't, I can't pick him better than that. So, uh, so he came and we had a good time. We drank, ate, we didn't dance too much, but the music was good. And it was a, it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful Saturday night. It was a good way to spend a Saturday night. Um, and so uh, high five to the Love 146 folks. And if you want to know their story or what they do, just go to uh, love146.org. So so yeah, so it was it was a really great, great weekend. It was a great, great weekend. Uh it was a great weekend. I, I oh I was at I'm always at Possible Futures hanging out. So it's always good to go over there because the most interesting people hang out at Possible Futures bookstore, right there on uh, Edgewood and Hotchkiss. Um, so there was all kinds of stuff going on, people in and out, stuff going on. So, you know, make your way over there and just hang out and absorb some of that literary atmosphere um, because all you never know who you'll run into over there. And I run into a lot of people over there. And that's how I hear about uh, all the stuff that's going on. You know, that's how I hear. Because, uh, you know, I was having, I've, I've had two separate, two separate conversations about a, a calendar. Of some kind of citywide calendar. And and I know why people, I and I used to be one of these people too. Oh, if we had a citywide calendar, people, people, you know, it wouldn't be too many things happening on one night. But you know, but that's that's not true. That's that's not true. And and uh and where people and, and what else is what else is true, um, organizations oftentimes will move their events. In, in an effort to serve other organizations. I've seen it. We've done it at the Arts Council. We have done it. We have moved our events to, to accommodate other events. So it happens. It, it doesn't happen every single time. But I don't want to live in a city where there's just one thing happening. And I know people like, well, I really wanted to go to that thing and I wanted to go to this thing and it's happening on the same night. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. That's what happens when you live in a world-class cosmopolitan city. No one says that in New York. You never hear people in New York say, oh, why can't all the boroughs get together and have one calendar? <laughs> so they're not competing things. You never hear people in Midtown say that. And I'm not trying to compare us to New York. I'm just saying, I, I think I think we, we have a responsibility to find out what is going on in our city 
whether it's politically or socially or whatever, it's not, it's not any different. It's not any different. So you, you have to, you have to, cause I get this all the time. I didn't know anything about it. And people who I know who are on social media and I'm like, if you're following me, you see my stuff. You see, I post up following Ife. You see her stuff. I mean, and then after the fact, it's like, oh, I didn't know anything about it. You don't know anything about it because you live under a rock and you don't want to know anything about it. Because if I can find out what is happening, and I do, and it's not because I'm so plugged in, but because I am plugged in because I'm interested. I don't just like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm always looking for things to do, see, go, enjoy, because this is my town. And I don't want to have to go far to get the kind of cultural entertainment and artistic expression that I like. So I I, I don't, I, I seek it out. And I had to tell somebody, I was like, listen, Yale doesn't even have a unified calendar. Each department, each school, each blah, blah, blah has their own thing. And they don't even know what's going on. They can have five, 6,000 different things going on at different parts of that school, and neither one is connected to the other. School of management got their whole vibe. They got stuff going on. I was like, oh, I would really like to go to that. Oh, but no, I'm going to run over to the the Divinity School because they got a concert going on that I want to hear. Or there's a conversation going on at the Beinecke that I want to know about. So what, what I advise people to do is you can always go to the Arts Council calendar because we 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 uh we try to keep up with what's going on and people send us stuff and if you become a member you can put your stuff in and all this other kind of stuff. That's about as centralized as it's gonna get. We need people to utilize that a little bit more. Uh but you know, here's the other thing: some event that's having an event is not always gonna yield to another event, particularly if they're not seemingly related, to change their 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 time because so much goes into planning an event whether it's a gala or a symposium or whatever the hell it is it takes a lot so I, this is what i want to say people have got to stop being lazy about getting information you cannot just wait for info you can't wait like hello who's there social activities oh come back another time i'm not I'm not interested. Uh, yes. Uh, who is it? Social activities. Uh, this is going on. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, come back by later. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way, people. You not. You got to go and seek out what it is you want to be interested in. Just like if you're looking for a job, you look at all the places that offer jobs or you think might offer jobs and you start with the places that are, that are, you know, uh, about putting jobs out there, you know, the, that, and then you look at individual places where you might want to work or interested in, or you heard about same thing with, with the social calendar. You know, I, I just wish people would be a little bit more that they, they want social activities to, be handed to them on a silver platter. And and these organizations do a damn good job of putting it out there. I, I short of dispatching people with uh <laughs> with 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 town criers standing on every corner and every part of the city saying, these are the events of the week. <laughs> 
Or maybe we should try that. These are the events of the week. I talk to people all the time. This is the crazy part. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, summer's coming. Arts and Ideas is about to kick off. The International Festival of Arts and Ideas. And they had the nerve to say to me, what? <laughs> what is that? And I was like, and you know, I'm like, what do you mean, what is that? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know anything about that. Why don't you know anything about that? And then I look at the person, I realize, well, these are people who don't really, who don't do much. You you have to not do much to not know what's going on. That's the God's honest. That's that's the only way. I know this might sound a little insulting, but you really have to not do. Like, listen. Listen, if Harry and Karen could get to Arts Walk <laughs> from Waterbury, and y'all know Harry don't like nothing. <laughs> If Harry and Karen from WNHH Radio can get to Art Walk and take a picture and post it up, hey, look where we at, <laughs> then, then I already know people are being lazy. People are being lazy. So if you want to know what's going on in this city, find out, ask people, you know, get in the mix. It's all right to get in the mix. Get on some. Uh, email mailing list you know where you get calendars of things of people's things join the arts council we send out a calendar all the time telling you this is what's happening this is what's happening this is what happened you know get on the cultural affairs list uh follow the schubert theater long wharf theater follow those places follow the new haven symphony orchestra follow all the things follow cafe nine for god's sake They'll tell you all the stuff that they got coming. They'll give you heads up. They'll even give you discounts if you're in the little mailing list. And like, well, if you come by this time, you listen, stop whining about a centralized calendar unless you are prepared to create a centralized calendar. And if you want to create a centralized calendar, then what you can do is rep the Arts Council calendar because it's pretty in-depth. And it, it covers cultural events, all the as many events as people will send us and job opportunities and other opportunities. So I'm just saying we have to stop that whining about a centralized calendar. And if you love this city the way that I love this city and I do, then you have to make yourself, you have to avail yourself to it. You have to surrender to the city. You can't just, I'm going to get off work. I'm tired. I'm an old fart. I'm going to go home, get in a, and put on comfortable clothes and lay around. No, 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 no. Take in something once, twice a month. Start there and then find your way. Hey, Paul Bass. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Babs. How you doing? I'm good. It's beautiful out. Good. We caught Jillian in action this morning. Hey, Jillian, this is Babs. Hello. Hi, Jillian. <laughs> Jillian's driving around Phil's Canteen, which is a truck I've been seeing around town at construction sites and, and feeding people on their breaks at construction work. So this morning, she's at that new building, Yale New Haven is building at George and Sherman. So you're filling in today, Jillian? Is I that am. The I am. So do you, are you an employee of Phil's? Or? Uh, yeah, my parents own it. Are your parents on it? Yes. And are they usually the ones who drive it around? Yes. So why are you filling in today? Oh, uh, <coughs> Oh, yeah, where'd they go? They went to Vegas. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. so. 
I got stuck doing this. <laughs> and where, where do you usually work? Uh, I work at the post office. What hours? Uh, I usually work 8 to 4.30, but I took the time off to... To help mom and dad? I did. That's sweet. Now, Julie knows, how do you pick where to go? There's so many construction... Um, I'm going to take photos, too. There's so many construction places around town. We have a set of stops. We have, like, I think 11 stops we usually do. There didn't used to be that much, right? Because now we got more construction than we used to. I, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> like how many uh, times, how many years did your parents run it? Um, they just purchased it. Oh, they just purchased it? Um, oh, God, four. Somebody else had it before? Yes. Children, like, it's been around for a How long has Phil's been around? Honestly, I don't. I couldn't. Or when did that. your parents buy it? They bought it, I think, like six months ago. Oh, six months ago. What yeah. made them want to do it? Um, my stepmother was. She did uh, the construction, and she was out here, and she retired, and she wanted something else to do. So she Where did she do construction? All over New Haven. And did she know there was a lot of construction, and did she saw that people she, were buying? Yeah. Well. Sorry. Yeah, is working hard, Babs. <laughs> Babs, can you hear us okay? okay? Yes, I can hear you. Listen, so she got to get this. People hungry. <laughs> yeah. So what are you selling today, Jillian? Uh, we got some breakfast sandwiches. We got cold cut sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pastries. Muffins. Muffins, coffee. So, so before you went out this morning, did you fill the truck up with all the food? Yes. Where do you get the food? Uh, we, uh, we make the sandwiches. No worries. Yeah, you see, they want us to be safe. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> they want us to be safe, Babs. So what, what time did you get up to start making sandwiches? Uh, five. Five? And where do you live? I, we, uh, it's out of North Haven. Okay, you have an office? Or? Yeah. So you went, what kind of sandwiches were you making? We have sausage, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, pastrami, egg, and cheese. We got some meatball sandwiches. How many did you make? Uh, at least 25. More than that, right? Well, you have 11 stops. Yeah, they're, some of them are smaller stops. This is one of our bigger stops. How often do you come here every day? Every, uh, Monday through Friday. And how often do you work when your parents aren't away? Well, when they aren't, when they're away, I'm here. So. Oh, when they're not away, you're yeah, not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what jobs does your mom work? Yeah, you go ahead. Just that. Got a Mountain Dew and a sandwich. Seven. <laughs> sure can i ask you i'm a reporter um we're writing about we have a live radio here about the food place you're working here on this job oh you are okay i've seen you before i don't know why but um, you're working the job here we're on live with Babs Rolls Ivy at WNHL. Oh, hi, how you doing? Hi, good morning. So you you work in this job. Your name's Gina. Gina, yes. They call me Gina. And why do they say you're the spokesperson? He's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> well, you were directing traffic. You were saying where it's safe and when she comes in for the break. So I kind of like take these guys drive. They the operators for the machines. So I'm their eyes. When it's the truck here, the machines are running. I watch everybody. What's your title? I'm just the general laborer. But and your role within the team is to make sure everyone's safe when things That's go in and right. out. And how's this job going? It's going great. So far, so good. You work for Turner Construction? Yeah. No, I don't. I work for JJ Brennan. What's JJ Brennan? John J. Brennan. They have subcontractors. Yeah. And what did you order this morning? Uh, well, I just get these and I have cookies and that's it. And what is I that? That looks kind of good. A pinata or something? It's like a, a beef patty. 
or beef patty. Yeah. And it's just keep it going. It's mid-morning. What time did you guys start working? We start at 7. You start at 7. So how do you feel when the truck comes in? You guys happy? I'm a little I'm a little happy. Some days are better than others because you might be thirsty. You might not want anything. Mm -hmm. You never know. Let me get a photo of you with the, uh, oh, with the beef right. patty. Okay. <laughs> and I'll get back to Jillian. Thank you. All right. So Jillian, how's it going this morning? Though? What number stop is it? This is my fifth stop. Out of 11. So you're going to 11. start at 5 in the morning. Yes. What time do you go until? 1. So you're going to be tired. <laughs> your parents oh, must I'm be exhausted. Uh, I'm already exhausted. I can't believe how many people here are paying. So now what role is it? Now your mother worked construction how many years, stepmother? Ooh, I don't know. That's a 20 plus. Do you remember what her last jobs were? Um, she was a pipe fitter. She was a pipe fitter? Yeah. So did she know that there was a lot of construction going around in town? This was a good time to get a truck? So how's her business doing? I guess if they're going to they're Vegas, it's great. going okay? They love it. They love it. And what did the father do? I told her. Oh, it's, it's my mom. Both. It's my mom's. Oh, you got two moms? Yes. What did your other mom do? Um, She owns a laundromat. But she's also in on this business? Yes. And where's her laundromat? In Hamden. All right. Yep. And you live in, you said? North Haven. North Haven. Okay. And tell me about the biggest seller this morning. The biggest seller? We go, our pastrami egg and cheese is our biggest seller. And why is that? Ooh. Couldn't tell you, they how, love it. And how many did you make of those? We do like, from, and we vary from five to seven. And they At sell quick. Just, okay. Yeah. And then people eat cookies in the morning too. Yes. <laughs> how about Drake? Is Mountain Dew the big drink? Uh, it's coffee. It is. And is it fun? Do you have fun filling in? How long are you filling in for? Uh, this is my last day. Out of how many? Eight. You don't know. Did you work yeah, even you on the weekend? Don't say that. <laughs> did you even work on the weekend? No, yeah, off on the weekend. Well, I did shopping for the truck. But this is the eighth day you did. So how did the eighth day go, Julian? It's it's going pretty pretty good. Yeah, enough energy and then go back. And how many did you take off from post office? I took off about two weeks. Wow, to help your moms. Yeah. Babs, any questions for Jillian? All right, so are you so is this just going to construction sites? Is that all you do? Go to construction sites? We do all the construction sites and then we do the train station as well in New Haven. And how did you know how many do you go like how do you know which ones to go to? Which ones the other one? Wait, where are you headed next? And where are you um the next stop I go over to Day Street. We have I have a I mean oh, I, I have a one. list. Yeah, Day Street's where they're doing the old Antillian Manor. Yeah. I don't know what what else is on your list? Uh after Day Street, it's I think it's called Lafayette. Uh -huh. I think that's the side street that it's on, and yeah, then I go to the train station. And where'd you start? What was your first stop? My first stop was um, the ambulance in New Haven. Ambulance AMR? Yes. And what was your one right before this? The one right before this was on Munson Street. Oh, yeah. That's where I saw you that the yep. other day with the big thing. Anything else for Jillian before we let it go? How, how long do you stay at the site? Like, how do you uh, stay as long as people want food? Like, how, how do you get this all in? And when does when does your day end? Well, it all depends on um, which job I'm at. So, like, on Munson Street, I have, like, 15 minutes because I have to be at this one for 9.15. So, it all depends because some of them have certain break times. Oh, so 9.15 is the break time here? For here. So, you, everyone knows the break time they told your stepmom. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> like, Munson, we have to be at 9 o'clock because that's their break. I do the post office in New Haven. We got to be there for 8.30 because that's their break time. Wow. Okay, Bash, you let her get over to Antillian Manor? <laughs> yeah, so they won't be mad at us. <laughs> okay, so Jillian and Paul are signing off and Love Babs, Love Talk at WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. Thank, Thank you. you. I always want to know how that worked.
Because I would see these little food trucks at construction sites. I never knew how they work. So that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Now she got me wanting a daggone uh, breakfast sandwich. <laughs> now I want a sandwich. Oh, now I have to go get a sandwich. I'm hungry. I didn't, I didn't want to be hungry. So there you go. <sighs> Thank you for that. See, I'm telling you. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, people that make this city go, 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 go. So, you know, <laughs> that's a, that's really nice. So good for her. <laughs> good for her. Good for her. Good for her. And good for her parents. And I hope they're enjoying Vegas. It's nice when your grown kids can uh, step in and, uh, you know, handle the business while you're away. High five. High five. So listen, if you, uh, <clears throat> if you've not had the chance to get your ticket tonight for uh, Audra McDonald benefiting the Long Wharf Theater, Get your ticket so you don't miss out on this fabulous, glamour, glamorous night. This is going to be a lot of fun. And people are going to really enjoy it. And, and the music is going to be superb. And she is amazing. And she's up for a Tony. And you don't want to miss out on seeing her in person. Uh, if you are a fan of Broadway and television, you're not going to want to miss out on seeing her. So that, because tomorrow I'm going to talk about it and you're going to be like, damn it. I wish I would have, uh, I wish I would have, uh, I wish I would have got my ticket. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know, you, you people are always asking me what's going on. I'm telling you, <laughs> this is what's this is going on, and it's going to be fabulous. Uh, I'm going to wear a caftan that I got from a, as a gift from Morocco. As a matter of fact, I'm going to wear one tonight, and I'm going to wear one uh, Thursday for the NAACP dinner. Yeah, I'm still in that space. I'm still in that space. And I will be in that space for a minute, you know. So I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, just saying. So anyway, get out there and, and take in all the stuff. Uh, the uh, the dance company from Jamaica will be at the Schubert. June second and June third in 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 uh, uh, as part of the Arts and Ideas Festival and uh, get your tickets for that. You know, get get your tickets for that. Uh, get your tickets for that. And and let me also say, congratulations to the McDonalds. They are expecting their first baby. 
and I couldn't be delighted. They were somewhere in Europe and they announced it or wherever, they, Switzerland or wherever they are. And uh, I saw it on my Instagram because I follow Anthony. Uh, and I believe his wife is an international lawyer or handling some firm in somewhere in the world. And uh, they're expecting their first baby. They just bought their first house in North Haven. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you know Anthony McDonald, he could tell you the funny story of, of this house and all the house money pick kinds of things that's been happening. And uh, he's funny, funny, funny about it. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're, they're city people like DC, New York kind of people. And uh, and so they buy this house out in North Haven. And for Anthony, it feels like the woods. <laughs> it's just North Haven, but it feels like the, the woods. <laughs> oh gosh. So congratulations to him. I got to send him a text. And, uh, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for all these, for the, for additional stories and tales of of their adventures in in Connecticut. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, 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 send him a message in a little bit and say congratulations. So, but anyway, Friday, June second at seven thirty, uh, the National Dance Theater Company of Jamaica. You do not want to miss this. Do not miss this. Do not miss. Do not miss this. Because if you do, you know, uh, and, and <clears throat> you talk about diversity and bringing different things to theater. Uh, this is this is it. I mean, since Anthony McDonald has gotten here, he has done a great job of 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 uh, main uh, bringing Broadway quality things to the Schubert because that satisfies an audience because the Schubert theater is a pro producing is a, a production house. It's a theater where you could see these big, big shows, um, but also bringing in other things that could be showcased uh, across that stage. And the, uh, and the national company of uh, dance of Jamaica is just such thing. So so Caribbean community, I need you to, I need you to get behind this. <laughs> so hopefully there'll be guests at some point and we could talk about this. Uh, we'll talk about this. Also, yesterday was Mother's Day, but it was also 38 years since I graduated college. I went to a historically black college in Concord, North Carolina called Barbara Scotia. And, and as is the tradition in a lot of historically black colleges, graduations are held on Mother's Day. And uh, my graduation was held on Mother's Day. My mother, my, that was the first and only time my mother came to my college uh, when I graduated. And she saw me walk, take the walk across campus because our tradition was to walk from Graves Hall uh, to, uh, to the auditorium as a, as a group. And uh, it was it was an amazing time. It was a hot day, um, and it was a beautiful, bright, sunny day. And uh, yeah, so so there's a lot of us who went to HBCUs. Uh, 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 that uh, have this tradition. There's a lot of us, and uh, 
and I'm so glad. Uh, uh, so, so glad. Uh, anyway, oh, that's a terrible story. I was just reading a story uh, about this woman in Detroit whose husband dressed up and kidnapped her, killed her and killed herself. Oh, boy. Ah, that's too much. I, I don't even want to get into that. Not not because I don't think we should talk about it. It's just a lot. Uh, holding uh, Miss Lil, Charmaine McAllister's grandmother, in our prayers this morning. Her grandmother is uh, in the hospital. And uh, we are waiting updates. Uh, but I just want to say that out loud and on the radio. So if y'all know Shah, you know, just uh, hold her and her family in your prayers. And if you see her, just wish, you know, say some kind words to her about her grandmother. Um, because we need our grandmothers. And her grandmother raised her. So, you know, there's that extra bonus uh, to the love. So, um, so yes, yeah, Shah, we are, we are holding you in prayer. We're holding you in prayer. So, so yeah. Um <clears throat> It's been a it's been a good weekend, and I'm looking forward to the week because there's a lot going on this week too. You know, uh, the Long Wharf Gala is tonight. There's still time to get tickets. You can still get tickets. <laughs> you can still get tickets. So I want you to know that. Um, then uh. I'm going to the Yale Rep on Wednesday to see uh, that play because it ends this week. And I, I had them on the show and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the play. I hear so many good things about it. And I ran into one of the principal actors at a house. In, I was in House of Nine and she saw me. She came running in. So it's really lovely to talk to her and see her. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Thursday is the NAACP Freedom Fund dinner. And so, you know, we're going to go and support Dory because Dory is uh, everything. So Dory Dumas, she is the uh, president of the New Haven NAACP. So uh, we're going to all show up for Dory. Uh, I'm sitting at the table for uh, Ruby Melton, who is getting an award. I know of no finer person than her to get an award. Uh, she has really uh, um, been stalwart in her effort to sort of uh, further the communications uh, of equity and inclusion. Uh, uh, she puts her money where her mouth is. And uh, and I just want to be in the room and see her get her award. So I'm looking forward to that on Thursday. High five, Ruby. High five. You ought to be fed it. Uh, and there's a bunch of other people I know who are getting awards too. <laughs> people I know and admire, you know, so. So it's going to be a good evening, a good evening. And then uh, Friday, oh, I, there's nothing on my calendar yet. Uh, <clears throat> Saturday, I'm going to a bridal shower. Yay. And then I'm going to a graduation party. Sunday is the New Hallville Neighborhood uh, Festival. And uh, I'm going to I'm have to decide if, if I'm going to be able to go, I need to probably let them know. Because uh, I was going to let the bench be on display. 
but it's a good chance that I'm not going to be able to because story week starts Sunday and I need to get there. Um, and so I might miss this uh, festival. I already said no to being the MC for the event, uh, but now I have to say no to uh, to bringing the, the bench because the bench is so heavy and it's arduous and it, it just takes a lot. So I'm going to text them today and say, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to uh, uh, be uh, attend the festival because I need to leave for uh, Story Week. And uh, and uh, I'm so sorry. I mean, you know, I know, I know, short notice, but listen, they, they already commissioned a bench, so they have a bench that they could take. So it's not like they're going to miss a bench, you know, so... So that's that's it. And uh I'll reach out to them today so that they get a heads up. And uh and they'll know. It's like, oh I'm so sorry, I won't be I won't be here. Oh, you know, I just got back from uh uh I, it's hard to believe that I was just in another country on another continent just a, a week or so ago. And uh and uh, I so enjoyed my time in Marrakesh. I really, I really did. It's still, it's still, I still feel it. I still feel very much there. I guess that's what happens when you step foot on the, on the continent. It's some of it just lives within you. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, that's 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 it. That's all the things. Um, that's all the things that I, I know to talk about <laughs> for the weekend. It was a great weekend. And uh, and the weekends are only going to get better and better and better and better. Uh, Jonathan Berryman stopped by yesterday and we sat on the porch and had some really robust conversation around uh, being adored in relationships. And uh, it's going to warrant a bigger conversation. I just know it. <laughs> I just, I just know it. It's gonna, it's just gonna warrant bigger conversation, and uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Further, further discussion. We'll see what happens. We shall, we shall see what happens. Good people. Uh, I don't even know what else is going on in the rest of the world. I really, I really don't know. I've not really paid attention to news. Has there been another shooting? Uh, I don't even know. I, and I don't, I can't tell you why I'm not uh, news, I'm not news junkieing. <laughs> I just, I'm just not. I do know this. I do want an egg sandwich now. Damn it. And I have eggs in the fridge, but I don't have any bread. So uh, now I got to, uh, I got to figure out uh, how to get me an egg sandwich somewhere. I am. I guess I'll when I leave here, I got some other stuff I got to do. But on my way to uh, to the paper, I'll pop by somewhere and get me an egg sandwich. See, <laughs> see, see. Uh, See, now I'm picking up a, a bad habit. Uh, we had our last uh, 
uh, Saturday Academy for uh, for the summer um, for uh, the LSAT prep, and uh, and it was really good. We we got to you know talk and do some work, and I meet with my coach again today, my one on one, and uh, you know. Uh, so I'll be in, I, you know, I'm going to, I, you know, I've been going back and forth on sitting for the LSAT because I'm registered for it in June. Um, but I think what I'm just going to do is take it. I'm just going to take the LSAT in June because most people take it twice. So I'll just take it in June and then take it again when it's offered in August, maybe. And just, you know, try to show some progress. you know, uh, and see what happens. <sighs> you know, we'll, we'll get in there. We're all, we're all, I just believe I'm already in somebody's law school. Like that's the path. I believe that that's already the path. And, uh, and so no sense in fretting. I'll get in somewhere. Somebody will take me, damn it. <laughs> Now, how am I going to pay for that? No idea. But I'm not going to fret about that either. We'll figure it out. There'll be some kind of way that I could get through. Yeah. So, uh, what a day. What a way. What a world. What a world. What a world. What a world. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh uh oh and the state house the state house is wrapping up. I think they've got two more two more opportunities to go and hang and hear music. Uh I'm gonna do my best to catch one of them. Cause I, I actually like going to the state house. I thought it was such a cool space, a good performing space. And uh, you know, uh we just need those kinds of spaces. You know, it's a good concert space for uh, for a show of some sort, you know, um, and uh, and it has a bar and just a good space. So we'll see what happens. I think they're making way for uh, more apartments. I think that's the, I think that's the idea. New Haven is becoming quite the apartment city. Everywhere you turn, there is development going on for some apartments. And uh, and now I see for rent signs all over the place. So um, I don't know if these places that traditionally used to rent just to college students and grad students and, and university people, uh, will they allow uh, New, Haven, New Haven people or people who live here to you know, move into these spaces. I I don't think so. I don't I don't I don't think so because they they can command a great deal of rent. But who knows if so many of these apartments start to uh, take over, um, maybe these other apartments will have no choice but to um, rent to to the folks. We'll see. I I don't have any faith in that. Uh, because they can command good rent, and I don't, 
I don't foresee. Uh, I don't foresee them saying we're just going to let uh, non-university folk uh, rent. And uh, and by non-university folk, I mean, you know, people. <laughs> All kinds of people. So I don't know. I I could be proven wrong every day. I, and if I am, I I own it. I don't think so, Lucy. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm keeping my eye on it. We'll see what's happening. I'm watching. And uh, you know. Oh, I heard a I, I I did I did get wind of a rumor though that uh Megan Good is dating Jonathan Majors, the guy who got caught up in some kind of domestic dispute with a, a girlfriend. And then there's rumors that he's always been like that. So I don't know. Just 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 old school gossip. <laughs> no harm, no foul. That's all. So I, I, everybody everybody thought he was the, the best thing since sliced bread prior to these this assault stuff. So I mean his his uh, representation dropped him. You know, which I find that a little harsh. Like, I don't know how your representation just drops you so quickly and readily. You know, maybe they feel like they can't they can't spin this for him. I don't know. You know, but he's a bright star and, and you know, he might just have to sit out a little bit and then this blows over. And then, and you know, the other part of this too is that, you know, black men just can't can't do the same ish that white men do. White men can beat white women all day, every day, all over the place. And and their careers are not harmed. Um, but black men do it. And listen, I, I'm not making this an equivalence. I'm not saying, oh, black men should be able to beat up women. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's going to cost him in ways that it wouldn't cost him if he was not black. And that's the fact. And everybody's having that conversation about that, right? You know, so I'm just raising it as part of the conversation. I'm not raising it because I'm terribly interested in it. I I'm terribly not. <laughs> I'm really, really not. I'm not, I'm not interested. So, uh, but it is gossip. And uh, and a little gossip now and then keeps you in the know, and that's it. I don't like that harmful gossip where, you know, like in the movie, um, the Judy Bloom book, um, the gossip with these between the girls uh, was heady, you know, thick, until uh, Margaret, the character Margaret, um, realized in a very painful way that um, what, what she allowed someone to tell her about someone um, wasn't true. And, uh, and she, 
And she began to look at that person who was spreading it in a different light. And trying to decide if she still wanted to be friends with that person. You know. And uh, and that's how we have to be, I think. We have to be very discerning. There comes a moment when you are discerning about who is in your life. And uh, and we I think that's a skill set that we could begin to teach young people how to be discerning. Uh, about who they uh, uh, connect to and connect with. Uh, because everybody wants a, has a sense of wanting to belong and to fit in. And sometimes in that longing to fit in, it gets desperate to, desperation to get to fit in. And then desperation will allow you to leave your good sense in order to be a part of this thing that you think um ushers in your arrival uh of acceptance um and that's a that's a tough lesson to, to adults have a tough time with it you know go along get along and you know uh do you do you keep your mouth shut uh for your own end when you want to be a part of something even though you know it's wrong you know i think we all have to wrestle with those kinds of I think there's a point in everybody's life where they have to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle uh, with those kind of moral compass kinds of things. And and so many people fail at that <laughs> because the desire to be accepted and to belong is so great and seductive, you know, so seductive and so great um, that that people will do anything to fit in, belong, be a part of. I mean, we see it over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't matter what the entity is. If if you want to belong to it and it's, it's, it's des- you're desperate, that that is a, a judgment. That clouds judgment. Um, and, you know, we're easy to sort of point it out in children because we could see it readily. But we're not so willing to sort of see it in ourselves and and in other adults, you know, unless you become so self-actualized, which I think I'm at that place of being self-actualized. Like I, I just don't go along to get along. If I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. But but you you grow into that. You don't wake up like that. You 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 learn a thing and you grow into your own awareness about what you will and will not do for the sake of acceptance, you know, you grow into it. Now, I know people who never grow grow up and grow into understanding that they are their own person and that the group doesn't make them, you know. I, I, I know lots of people who they are the group. The group moves, they move, you know. Uh, and then there's some that are just like me, loose cannons, <laughs> Part of the group, but not really. <laughs> so anyway, I, I thought the uh, 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 God, are you there? It's me, Margaret, was such a such a good book. Uh, I read it with my daughter, Margot, when she was young. And I mean, she's still young. when She was a child. Um, and to see the movie and the movie did the book justice. Uh, you know, it. it it's a charming, they dealt with, you know, uh, uh, the religion in a way, 
that I thought was aptly done um, and challenging. And it was supposed to be challenging. And, and it dealt with the need to wanting to know your people and be with your people, but your people make it very difficult for you to be with them because of the views that they hold. You know, I, I thought Kathy Bates never looked better. I mean, she just looked amazing in this film. And I loved the way she dressed. So anyway, I'll be back in a, in a few minutes. You know, I got to take a break because, you know, Harry's got to change out all the gears. You know, this this show is like uh, the Indy 500. You know, it's a it's a race car. We got to change the tires and put new fresh gas in all of that. So I'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall And in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about the games That I had played with many hearts, and I'm not saying no names Then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn Cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels All I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal Playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true Holding in my laugh as I say that I love you Saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear Whispering I love you and I'll always be here Although I often reminisce, I can't believe that I found A desire for true love floating around Inside my soul, because my soul is cold One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old But the other half needs affection and joy And the warmth that is created by a girl and a boy I need love Sweet face and all I love you more than a man Who's ten feet 
tall I watched the sun rise In your eyes We're so in love when we hug We become paralyzed Our bodies explode in ecstasy unreal You're as soft as a pillow And I'm as hard as steel It's like a dreamland I can't lie I've never been there Maybe this is an experience That me and you can share Clean and unsoiled Yet sweaty and wet I swear to you This is something I'll never forget I need love Get it done. 
In a state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again hooligan, only to be king again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. Slowly, ready or not, oh, here I go. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make yo, you yo, want yo. me. Yo. 
I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke cess. Less, I must confess, my destiny's manifest. In some vortex and sweats, I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with orgy and best. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes, bless you if you represent the fool. But I hex you with some witches' brew if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me, frontin' niggas give me heebie jeebies. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Hi, this is Babs Girl Vibe from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Woo, welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Girl Ivy. I imagine that's where I should come in at. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was waiting for more music after the Fugees. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Harry, I know, I know you're laughing. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure what to do. So I figured this is as good a time as any to jump in like 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 double dutch. Uh, I don't know. What, what did I want to talk about? There was something I had in my mind. And it went out of my head just that quick. Uh, is night market going to happen all the time or is it one and done? That's what I want to know. Because they, they had some um, tattoo pop-ups and I, I need a new tattoo. I want a ta- another tattoo. And uh, I, I either, it, yeah, I want another tattoo and be done with it. I, my goal is to have three tattoos because I like things in threes. Uh, I just don't like the pain quotient of tattoos. <laughs> I got, you know, I got the semicolon. I got the semicolon tattoo right here. Wait, let me, let me, let me show. People can see it often when I'm when I have on shirts that you could see it. Like there's the uh, semicolon tattoo that I have, um, and that's the one. So I, I'd like to have two more. I know what I want. So I'm either gonna spell out something or just have the 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 initials of something, <laughs> depending on depending on my courage level. <laughs> so we'll we'll see we'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> I'm not I'm not quite sure where where that's gonna um where that's gonna play out at, but I, I'm giving it some real thought. So we we shall see. Uh, uh it's 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 uh i i know there are people who appreciate pain as pleasure i'm i'm not one of those people <laughs> i'm just not so uh well not in that particular way anyway so we'll see what happens uh there's something that i want to tattoo and uh and i you know i i'm not trying to have a whole seascape on my arm or any of that like i'm i'm uh i'm not that uh confident you know my daughter has a whole thing on the side of her i'm like oh i can't do that Mm -mm. but there is something that i want 
and uh, I'm gonna try to uh, try to if I could get it done. And just trying to figure out what's a where's a good place to go to get it done. So, so I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking 60, 60 is a whole mood. 60 is a whole mood. And uh I'm trying to live into it and live up to it. Although, and uh, and we're out of retrograde, so. Things should feel a little bit better for some of us in the Zodiac, particularly Tauruses. And it's still Taurus season. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just I'm just all in. I'm just doing the stuff. So, you know, uh, I'm just doing the stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to so yeah, so that's one of the things. I'm, I don't think I'm getting anything else pierced. You know, like I'm not getting my nose. I don't have much of a nose as it is. So big glasses and a nose piercing, I beat a fell over. So, <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not getting anything pierced. Not my tongue, not nipples, not, not any of that kind of stuff. You know, I it's not happening. But another ta another tattoo, maybe another tattoo might might. I, I, like I said, I like things in threes. I, I don't know beyond that though. I really don't. So anyway, it is Monday. I got to get into it. I got to get into it. I got to get into it. <laughs> I got to get into it. And uh, be ready. I got to be ready. I got to be ready. Up and moving about. Although I, I really, uh, uh, I, my goal is to get to bed a little early so I can get up. I mean, I get up early anyway. Like I'm a, I'm one of these people. I, I, uh, I stay up late and go early. I'm trying to change that around. I'm trying to go to bed a little bit, a little bit more earlier, and then uh, still get up early. I think I have to, I know I have to add some kind of movement workout into my schedule. And uh, and that has been my thought process uh, for a minute. So now I just have to think about that and how to incorporate that in. Because uh, it's not going to happen uh, if I don't make it happen. So I have to make it happen. And that's what I want to do. So, you know, and I, I know how to do, I mean, I, I'm just procrastinating. It's not like I need a roadmap. I, I don't need to read up. I don't need any more tools. <laughs> I, I don't. At this point, it's just me getting out of my own way and just doing it. There's no other excuse. You know, I had the excuse of, oh, well, I'm still sore from the hip. Or, oh, the hips hurt. Then the hips got re replaced. And now it's just time for me to, like, all right, this is the this is the groove and you got to get into it. So so that's where I am. I just got to. I just got to get ready and deal with that and just 
you know, own it, own my own little, you know, foolishness. So anyway, uh, I think I might rewatch Queen Charlotte again uh, because it was so good. And I, I've been watching all the music behind it. So, you know, they've got a, Alicia Keys created a 74 piece global orchestra made up entirely of women of color uh, to perform the rendition. If I ain't got you and it's in the show, you hear it in this, in, you know, if, if I ain't got you in classical form and it is beautiful, it's stunning. Cause you hear it and you're like, is that, <laughs> is that what I think that is? Yes. Yes, it is. And so it just, I, I'm telling you, this has done so much for classical music, I think. Bridgerton has done so much for classical music. And classical music world ought to, ought to thank Shonda Rhimes. And if, if I'm running an orchestra, I would put a piece of popular music that has been turned into a, into a classical rendition. I'd put that in my repertoire just for, just for, just for, just because New Haven Symphony Orchestra, just, just do it. <laughs> just do it. You know, particularly when you have a whole, have a whole uh, green full of people listening to music. You absolutely should, uh, you absolutely should take that on. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, don't forget the digital guide of the International Festival of Arts and Ideas is out. So you can see what's happening, what's coming up. And they got a lot of stuff already. Uh, 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 they got a lot of stuff coming up and program in. So, so if you want to get a jump start, this is how you get a jump start. Hey, Harry. Hey, Babs. What's happening? I saw you. Well, I saw your picture. I didn't see you. You know, you know Babs, I need to listen. You know, to to you sometimes. Why what you're talking about your schedule? Because I thought you were gonna be there. No, you didn't. <laughs> Karen and I were waiting for you to make an appearance. You know, and then we thought, okay, at least Paul is going to walk down the street. You know, uh, Harry, you know, you know, Harry, y'all got to tell people when y'all going to do stuff. Well, we didn't know until we did it. You know, so it was like Friday. Um, She had just gotten back from work and she was like, you want to do something? And I'm like, well, you know what? I heard bad talking about stuff. <laughs> I, you know, I, there was a lot of stuff happening. I, I don't know which one she's going to be at, but let's try art one. Did you, did you like it? It was good. We saw the fashion show. How was that? It was pretty good. I like, you know, I always like the people who are actually walking before they get to the, to the floor, you know, yeah. where they're, they're walking down the street, you know, in the road. I always like to see them then, you know, and how they're 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 pumping themselves up for what they get on the floor. But yeah, it was nice. It was good. Um, you know, Karen really enjoyed it. That's what's most important for me. 
Um, because if it was Harry, Harry would have still been at home. But um, so yeah, took my wife out because she felt like doing something. Good. Did you did you shop any of the vendor and the, did you shop any of the vendors? Well, we ate soul food. Oh, whose soul food did you? Who was um, out there? It was Mama's. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. But we walked around and everything. So I mean, it was it was good. The only thing that was Friday night, Saturday morning, I my knees felt like you know horrible, but that's okay. You know, they feel horrible anyway. <laughs> so it's whether, like that, whether you would have win or not, <laughs> right? You know, it's only a little bit different because you know when you have like really bad knees, and you know because like when you have bad hips, it your body compensates by something else taking all the the trauma, right? So it was my hips that were trying to make up for what my knees couldn't do. So that's really my hips hurt the next day. Oh, but, yeah. You know, it is what it is until they get fixed, right? And, and I'm less than two weeks away from doing one. I know! Woohoo, Harry! You know, I'm. I feel like it's taking so long. Like, Harry, it's not taking so long. Relax. It it does. It feels like all of a sudden, God is making time go slow. No, so, that's not how God works. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not trying to make time go slow for Harry. <laughs> that's true, but I don't know. <laughs> So, but, so we have to figure out what we want to do for the week because I'm away next week. Yeah. So you could just program up whatever you want. I don't know. Well, Paul, I'm bringing my show doing? back during your hour. Huh? I'm bringing my show back during your hours. <laughs> no, what? figure, what? figure what? I don't know if Paul wants to do something. Um, okay. Well, you know, you can always run um, the Criminal Justice Insider shows. Criminal Justice Society, yeah, that's yeah. That's you, true. you could always you could always run some of those if you want, because those are. I mean, some of those are such. I mean, they're all great shows. I think. Yeah, they, I mean, and also those are like time specific because they're about somebody rehabbing their life. You know, yeah. so it's like those can go. So, so I'm just saying, yeah. if you want to program those in, even if uh, like if Paul takes on the first hour, because you know Paul not gonna sit here for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul do his show for 20 minutes, so I know damn well he's not going to do my show for two <laughs> They're quality minutes. Paul's and like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to give you a good 15, 20 minutes. 20 if you're really, really good, but I'd stay at 15. They're quality, but that he always says he's the best question for the last minute. <laughs> and it's like, wait, 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 where are you going <laughs> The people be sweating on Paul's show. They be sweating it too. He's like, man, this is the longest 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> like, okay, Paul. Whatever. So, yeah. So, if he wants to do whatever, he might want to do some improv. He might want to do a little soft shoe, some singing, whatever. <laughs> I might do that, you know, when the... <laughs> From eight to nine, when I'm here, 
I throw on YouTube music and uh-huh. I put and I do karaoke. I, I got the words up and I'm over here singing. And, and sometimes Layla walks in laughing because she's she hears she hears me sing, but it's like, hey. I got I gotta do some gotta do something to entertain myself. Yeah, while I'm getting ready, I gotta get ready <laughs> mentally sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah so, so you went to the New Haven Symphony on Friday, right? Yeah, it was so good, Harry. Oh. You know, I was thinking the, the thing is is that don't you have to buy tickets like in advance for that stuff? No, sometimes no, not not. No, you could actually just walk up and just get tickets. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't sold out. So because yeah, because we would have done that, but I couldn't. You know, and I didn't want to go back and listen to the show to see where Babs was going. <laughs> you know, Harry, you have a whole phone, <laughs> and you you know you know how to reach me, Harry. Be like, Babs, where you at? I was like, this is where I'm at, Harry, because I could have guided y'all through a whole thing. I mean, I, we we saw a lot of people that you know pass through the studio all the time with with you. I know people and were Paul. shocked. <laughs> yeah. You know, I still I still kind of stood in my little area and, and I only said to the high to high to people who walked through the area where I was sitting. You know. <laughs> so it's you know, I'm still not very social, but I'll say hi to them now if if I missed you. Hi. Well, when I saw the picture, I was like, are they at art walk? Now I I know you probably would superimpose yourself into something, but I I couldn't imagine you would get Karen to do it too. So I was like, they must be actually at our walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we we got there. We got for us. This was like breaking night, right? Beth? Because your wife works in New Haven, right? She's she works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, well, then you have no reason to be going home on Friday nights. Well, actually, she went home, and then we came back. Because I really? don't, I don't work in New Haven on Fridays. So, oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, but the good thing, Water Bear is like twenty minutes. So, yeah, you know, and it it was just, you know, she felt like being out, and I didn't mind it. So we were like, it's either take a long drive somewhere, or let's just drive down to New Haven and see what's happening. You know? Yeah, that's a good time though, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you ate at Ma's house. Got food from Ma's house. All of that's good. You know, it was good. Um, I didn't, I didn't eat mines there. Karen ate, <laughs> Karen ate the macaroni and cheese, but you I draw say, the line at eating in public. Like, what is? No, no, no. I just, you know, was thinking to myself, how many points do I have, and everything, and so. Once I got home and I separate, you know, it was um, mac and cheese, yams, collard greens, and um, chicken. Okay. So actually the meal, the yams and the, the collard greens and all of that was like two points. You know, it was the macaroni and cheese that re- really was like 20 points, the serving, you know? So it was like, that was what threw me over. But I was like, I got the weekly points. I'll just... Going to my bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, now, now 
Now you're calling it the bank. I love it. That is good. That is, now, what did they tell you to do to get ready for this knee surgery? What did they tell you? Um, so I went. It was I went Thursday, Thursday, Wednesday for the pre-op, and they told me do what I'm doing. That I do exercises every day. I my quads and everything are strong. So it's like, yeah, you do everything, and it's, it really was the debate of how soon I could come back to the office. That's the real debate. You know, ideally they want a month. I wanted a week. We met at two weeks. Mm. Just so just be careful. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just just <laughs> I mean, I know you have this real desire. And I was I was the same way. I was the same way. So I'm not telling you anything that I didn't have to consider for myself because I was so anxious to get this done. Like I, I just wanted it done and I wanted to be up on my feet quickly. And I think the first one, I, I think I accomplished that rather quickly. The second one though, took me out a little bit more. I mean, it was just like, Ooh, <laughs> cause now well, I know what to expect. And I was like, <sighs> right. The thing for me is that I think it's going to, I think it's just going to be so the recovery is going to be so quick that they're going to want to do the second one in two weeks. You know, it's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that, Right. And I have to get that out of my head. Right. Cause even the three months, if I, if I could get them to do it in three months, then that would be beginning of September, which will probably throw my, our vacation in, Late September out of whack. So yeah, you yeah, well, there's so many, there's so many reasons why they won't do it. You know, infection and the body the, surgery is trauma to the body. I mean, this is real trauma to the body. And uh yeah. you you gotta you gotta recognize that. And to your organs. Surgery is trauma to your organs, too. I just feel it's gonna be like, wow, he, he this is like he recovers so quickly. And, you know, let's put in another uh, bionic arm. <laughs> you, you, you really should write a screenplay. Because <laughs> you are fantasy island right now. <laughs> I don't this know. Is, this is fantasy island stuff right now, Harry. Just, just, just do what they tell you to do. And, and, and you know. I know you. I know though. It's gonna you're gonna be up and trying to paint the house and all this other kind of mess. So just <laughs> well, the the real thing is gonna be do I do I let the rehab person keep coming to my house? <laughs> yes, because that was that will that will that will uh get you up and moving faster. But I think nope. one, maybe two sessions is gonna be enough. That no. it's gonna be it's gonna be automatic for me. I'm gonna be like, by the time they come, it's gonna be like, well, wow, you're doing everything. So it's yeah. like, yeah, just just let them come as many times as they come because it's first of all, it's part of your insurance, <laughs> and second of all, you know, it's uh, it's their job to sort of make sure that you are progressing well, and you know, you need them to sign off on stuff. So 
Now, if you if you're gonna be one of these people that like, you know, you refused. <laughs> I'm one of those people. That's the thing. I'm one of those people who signed myself out of the hospital. <laughs> yes, you know. That's probably but, that, but, like, but thank God they gave me the option of going home the same day. I was like, they said, so you want to stay one night? And I said, wait a minute. Are you saying there's an option of me going home the same day? And they're like, well, yeah, you would have to stay four hours. And the rehab person will see you and they'll determine whether you can go home. I said, oh, yeah, four hours. I think you should have probably stayed overnight. You know why? Because you're going to put this on Karen to have to help you. And that first day is going to be very difficult and it's going to hurt. And you're going to put that on her to help you get to the bathroom, help you sit up, help you deal with your bandages. That's a whole thing. And no, But they won't let me out if I can't do that. I know that that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to let you out. <laughs> I think they just told you that just to shut you up. And then they'd be like, oh, no, we're not. Once we got you, once we got you, bruh, we got you. It was like it, it was like when I had back surgery. They said I had to stay at night, but I said, "But what are the requirements?" I mean, and they're like, "Well, you have to be able to walk around." And as soon as the nurse left, I looked. I walked around the hospital, and she was like, "Yeah, but you have to be able to, you know, drop a deuce and do this and all of that stuff." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, so you got to get food in your stomach. You got to do this. You got, and we got to. And I'm like, okay, I'm staying the night. Like, yes. Yeah, because you your body is in shock. It doesn't. It needs a. It needs time. And you need you need you need people who could round the clock monitor your vitals, make sure everything goes well, make sure you don't got no blood clots, make sure st- just stuff doesn't go wrong within those first twenty four hours. So don't don't be don't put this on Karen to have to, you know, be up 24 hours caring for you when you could just one day in a hospital is not going to be the, you know, it, it's going to really make a huge difference in terms of uh, getting you acclimated to being up and about. I'm just yeah, saying. I've negotiated already, you know, with with my wife, so. I'm staying downstairs for the first two days, first two nights, and then I'll be able to go up and down the stairs after that. So did they wanna... say that? Well, they said they're gonna put me through going upstairs and stuff before they let me out of the hospital. Oh yeah, you're not going home right after surgery. You can forget that. I think, no, I think they perhaps. I'm going to run a marathon right after it. If, if they told me that's what I need. It's like, what? what? I, I don't think so, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't have faith in your will. I'm just I, I saying. Think I, can do it. I think I could do it. Um, you know, it, I remember the, there was this guy who had surgery with me and I, back surgery. His was different because his was a fusion. But he was next to me, big dude. Next to me, he's crying from pain. And I'm like, oh my God, um, 
yeah, I'm never doing a fusion. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, he, his has to be a lot worse. Now, me, I'm ready. I was just ready to leave. You know, so it's like, it's the pain threshold is different for people. It's um, not even the pain threshold. So many things have to happen. So many things have to happen to create the conditions in which they allow you to leave. You have to make sure there's no swelling. You have to make sure there's no infection setting in. They have to make sure your blood pressure isn't elevated. They have to make sure your heart and lungs are clear. I mean, there's so many. I mean, I I uh I stayed I stayed in the hospital for the first hip. I think I had two days. The the second hip, I was in there like three or four days because my blood pressure and the and uh uh kidneys wow, so- like my kidneys started to fail. So there's like 20 different balls juggling in the air, right? It's like, yeah. So well, like, I, uh, you got to stay until we get these numbers leveled off. I was like, okay. So I have to roll snake eyes is what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just have to just be understanding that sometimes what you want is not going to happen is when you want it to happen. Now, everything might just be like how you say, but... I can't imagine that. Uh, I, have to, I have to prepare myself for not. Yeah. But, all, don't throw a tantrum and get all crazy. <laughs> or they're going to lock you up. <laughs> then I'll be on that. What is it? 48 hour hold. <laughs> yeah. And don't be mad. Don't be mean to the nurses because they're just trying to. Trying to help you. <laughs> where do you, you got to go to have the surgery? Um, St. Mary's Hospital in Waterbury. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah, it just looks so. Him going, you know, the surgeon going through the procedure and and then showing me the mechanism and all that. It just looks so simple to me. So, it just, it just looked like it's going to be a smooth, smooth sailing. It probably is going to be a smooth sailing. You know, but but they got to account for, you know, you're getting a foreign object in your body. Your body could reject it. I mean, this is what happened to my my girlfriend. She had knee replacement surgery. Her body rejected it. So Gosh. she had to go and have it taken out and then re-replaced. No, don't, I was don't. like, what? I'm she not goes, even putting yeah. I'm not even putting that in there. I'm not even gonna think of that one. She wasn't thinking about that either. She had no I'm throwing she, that one yeah, away. She, she never heard of such a thing, and that's what happened. And then they couldn't do it right away, they had to wait. So they have to change it, right? Because they have different forms, right? So titanium, she probably reacted to the titanium. I don't know which one she had, but she had to, and it got infected. And then you have to wait because they can't just go right in. Yeah. Take it out. So she had to wait and then uh, and then have it put, have it replaced. Like she had to wait like months. Oh, they so they should have injected me with diff- whatever they use it. <laughs> Test me. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I don't want none of that stuff. I think you'll be fine because you you are ready. You did all you did everything that they asked you to do, right? You know, you you got focused, you took the weight off, you're still taking weight off, you know, you're in good health, you're you're managing your blood pressure. 
you know everything is normal that everything is normal so every single you should thing have a really good outcome the only thing that's not normal is that 5.7 a1c score that's still driving me crazy in my head right yeah but that's i feel like i head. failed i feel like i failed the test like i was like i flunked the class or something in school well i don't know how you flunk a test when you didn't even know what the result was gonna be you just know you needed to get it down you got I it know. down I got it down, but I wanted under five six, but it's five seven. Well, but you, you know, get there. I feel like I failed. <laughs> the doctor's the... happy. The doctor's doing flips yeah, because <laughs> from where I came from, fourteen to five seven, this, my doctor's doing flips, and I'm over here stressed out yeah, that so I that failed just, the test. That makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. Because, I mean, you know what would have been a failure if it went up to 17? <laughs> yeah, it's going but... in the opposite direction. But it didn't. It's like 5.7. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 17, I mean. <laughs> You'd be in trouble. Now, I, I would cry with you. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing? Are you just eating bacon? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know that's what I feel like sometimes. It's like it's like I finally I'm at I'm at ninety pounds exactly right now, lots. And it took Nine, you about a year, not even. It'll be a year actually. This uh, Memorial Day, that's when we started. So ninety pounds. I was my goal was a hundred in the year, so I feel. Like I didn't accomplish that either. So, but I have to be happy where I'm at. You better be happy where you at. <laughs> Ninety pounds ain't no no small thing. You know? Are you kidding me? And and you wasn't able to work out the way that people usually can work out. Yeah. So so you did this with very minimum. A lot of exercise. So. Yeah, a lot of restrictions. And everything. So and you did it because remember when you started, you were like, I don't know. I mean, we were going back and forth about this yeah. for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. I should have been done with it. You should have forced me when you I were did. Doing yours. <laughs> I did. No, but when you were doing yours, you should have came to my house. <laughs> I don't know why I would have came to your house and you wouldn't have let me in. First of all, I couldn't have got in. Second of all, I'd have to stand out on the stoop and talk to you through the ring doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. Angel is listening. Oh, hey, Angel. Well, he, he, he supposedly listens. He just doesn't comment anymore. Oh, because you done ran him off. But hello, Angel. <laughs> so, you know, he said I look good, I guess. You do look good. I got to get back on my track. I think I'm a. I think I'm gonna join you Memorial Day, and get back to it. Cause you know I, I took off fifty pounds. And I don't put it back on. You know, yeah. so I gotta take it back off. I got to take it back off, and keep it off. Just keep it. I off. mean, my my thing was, I, I, I mean, of course, I put a lot of work into it, but I give credit to my wife who decided. You know, that I wasn't going to go on insulin, that we were going to change our lives. You know, so she did it with me. She's lost 40 pounds. 
I lost 90 pounds, you know, so she reached her goal like probably two months ago, you know, so my goal is still 50 pounds away, but I know it's doable. It's just, oh, yeah, it's taking time. Yeah. You ain't in no rush. You be that's just another yeah. what six, seven months. You'll it'll be off. So and then you just be in maintenance mode. And you know what to do now. You know how to you know how to do it. You know, and you've been doing it for so long now that it's second nature to you. Yeah, it's a year and and we know now it's not about it's not about going back to what we were doing. So it, we know how, like, if we decide, like, we have a, every once in a while, we have an effort day, right? Where we'll eat whatever we want, but, but we end up not eating whatever we want because we're still conscious of our diet and where we want to be and everything. So it's like, life is getting good and, and better. Yeah. Although, you know, and, you know, although my, my nephew yesterday said, Theo, what be you, what's your belly? What's your belly, Theo? And I was like, well, Theo don't want a belly. Theo, Theo's belly is not coming back. Theo's belly is still going down. Theo got, still got a belly, but, you know, they used to use my belly as a slide. <laughs> yeah. So now they can't. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Yeah, they used to sit on the top of my belly and slide down. So now there's no top. <laughs> you know, it was like a shelf belly. I listen, I know I have the same belly. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like a shelf. So they used to just slide like down. Like a beach ball is in here, like a beach ball. Like a beach and it's ball. so it's like no, no, no. Theo got a. You want Theo around a lot longer. So, you know, the kids, the kids, they really don't see age or nothing. They think you're going to be around forever. Yeah. And we're not. You know? And we're not. And we, but we got to try to be around as long as we can. Right. Yeah. So. And so we owe it to ourselves. That's a good point. And that I'm going to take that as some good motivation right there. Cause I, I got to make some changes and I know it and I know what to do. I was saying this this morning in the first hour, I know exactly what to do. You know, and now that I'm mobile, you know, I can I can do stuff. So yeah, that's what that's what I want to when when I say, and now that I'm mobile, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I want to get back. <laughs> it's like that's why I wanted the second knee just done already. I, I haven't even done the first knee, and I'm thinking about the second one. It's just that's like what it was. I feel you. But anyway, we we know what we gotta do now is actually get off the air. Yes. So I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Word on the street. Me, maybe Harry. We'll be here. We'll see you. And you know, uh, I'll see some of y'all at the uh, Long Wharf Gala tonight. There's tickets. Rush tickets are available now. So if you want to see Arja McDonald and she's up for a Tony Award, then tonight would be a good night. So Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know if I could fit that in so soon. I have to mentally prepare for these things. <laughs> but anyway... See you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. See you. Mm-hmm.